Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it is absolutely wonderful that you've tuned in this morning to share your Sunday with me. A couple of my favorite people will be stopping by in just a few moments. First, Judy Mancuso, who is a real mover and shaker in Sacramento and who has been responsible for changing inhumane legislation to humane legislation, will have an update on the California Spay and Neuter Pet Lovers Vehicle License Plates. If you ordered yours already, as I have, you're probably wondering when the plates will go into production. Well, Judy has some pretty good news on that front. And after our halftime break, Maria Dales from German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County will be checking in to share some great stories about the beautiful dogs that her organization has helped this last year. So keep your radio tuned right here to K Mozart, and we'll get started after a super fast station message. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is our longtime Pet Place friend, Judy Mancuso. Hi, Judy. How are you this morning? Very good. Hi, Marie. I am so excited to talk to you. I was looking at your California Pet Lovers License Plate website, and I noticed that the uh, little gas gauge thingy is oh so close to reaching 7,500 pre-orders. Absolutely. We have about 5,827 pre-orders and we need 1,673 more. So you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, we sure can. (laughs) You know, Judy, I have to tell you, I ordered mine when it first became available to make a pre-order and I don't even remember what I requested for my personalization. <laughs> I'll look up your order and send it to you. Oh, that no, was, no, no, that's that okay. I want to be surprised. In, <laughs> you're funny. That was back in June 2010 when oh, we no. had our kickoff. Oh, gosh. So it's, it's a long well. time coming, yes. My husband ordered one, too, so we'll have his and her uh, pet lover's license. Yay, play. <laughs> thank you, and I hope all your listeners do the same, and we'll get over our 1600 hump and get this plate on the road. Oh, I sure hope so. Very soon. Let's remind everybody exactly the history of the license plate and what it's for, what it'll do, and why it's so special. Okay. Well, I'll I'll just start by talking about the the plates on the road because maybe then people will be familiar with um, what a specialty license plate is. But when you're uh, stuck at the stoplight and you might see somebody in front of you with the whale tail, that that money that goes towards the whale tail goes to Ocean Conservancy. There's one called the Kids Plate, and uh, that one goes to kids programs. It has a hand and a heart and I think a star you can put on it. Mm-hmm. So in order to get a specialty license plate on the road in California through the DMV, the law states that you have to have 7,500 pre-orders, collect all the money, Get these folks, 7,500 people, to sign up, uh, fill out, you know, their application, what they want, sequential, uh, sequential or personalized, and then you hold on to the applications and all the money until you get to 7,500. 
once you do that, then you write the DMV one check, give them all 7,500 orders, and they then put the plate into production, meaning uh, they print the special artwork and they call everybody who has personalized choices and make sure they lock all those down. And then you'll start seeing uh, the plates will start arriving for everyone who uh, ordered one, and you'll see them on the road. And then once that happens, we'll be in the DMV's database, you know, so that when you uh, go to renew your license, uh, license plate, they'll send you uh, the flyer in the mail that has, you know, uh, all the specialty plates will be on that, mm -hmm. will be on their website, all their promotional stuff. And they have 32 million registered vehicles in the state of California. So this money for our pet lovers plate will go into a fund that then will go to cities and counties uh, in grants that will be exclusively 100% for spay and neuter surgeries. Not overhead, not keeping the lights on, but actually going to uh, spay and neuter uh, so that we can get a grip on this pet overpopulation problem. And, of course, it will go to communities in the most need, uh -huh. um, and we'll weigh the grants in, in, that, in that way. That's wonderful. And I know that it's really hard to get the word out about the license plates. Last night I was watching So You Think You Can Dance on my DVR, and I have to watch everything on my DVR these days. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Nothing live. Anyway, they were promoting a new license plate for the arts, and I was thinking, oh, why couldn't they be promoting the California Pet Lovers license plate? Well, the arts plate has been on the road for a long time, mm -hmm. uh, and they're just trying to get more people to sign up for it, uh, you know, to get, obviously, more money in for the arts. I think that's one place where... You know, there's been cuts, just like sure. the neuter. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so that uh, that plate has been around. All the plates on the road, just an FYI, needed either 5,000 pre-orders or less or nothing to get on the road. Mm -hmm. So we are the first plate under this current law of 7,500 pre-orders. Oh. And that's what, so we already are past that 5,000. So mm -hmm. we, we have enough applications. If, if the rules were the same for us as the ones on the road, we'd, we'd already be there. But, but they changed the law, and California doesn't want a lot of specialty plates like other states. And so they made it tougher, the restrictions even tougher, to get it established. Can you tell the listeners what the place the plates cost if you have the regular plate that has the random numbers on it but with the beautiful picture of the cat and the dog? Um, yeah, so so the artwork and and anybody can go to our website please which is www.petloversplate.com and that's with an s petloversplate.com. And the artwork was done by the actor Pierce Brosnan, who's also an artist and animal lover. And uh, he did it as a donation for the for the great cause that it is. And that's his dog Shiloh and his cat Angel Baby. Wow. Shiloh they adopted at a humane society. Um, and uh, so anyhow, uh, the artwork is in the first character. When the DMV changed the law from the 5,000 pre-orders to the 7,500 pre-orders, 
They also changed the law as far as the graphic. Uh, like if you see the whale tail, it's a full graphic plate, mm -hmm. but the CHP does not like those plates. They say it's too hard to identify the numbers, and I have to tell you, I was behind one the other day, and I do agree with them. It was very hard to read the numbers on the plate. Okay. So the graphic has to be in the first character. So therefore, you have six characters left. So the sequential plate, which will be random numbers, is $50 for the just the sign-up, and then every year after, it's $40 renewal. That $40 will go to the spay and neuter, and it's uh, tax deductible because it goes to a 501c3. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, so that is tax deductible. Then um, the uh, personalized plate is $98 for the first year, mm -hmm. and that's where you pick, uh, you know, whatever message, given that it's not already taken. Right. Uh, and uh, you have three picks, and the reason why we have three picks is in case that first one is taken, the DMV will go to the second. If that's taken, it will go to the third. And if that's taken, then they get on the phone and call you and say, okay, what else would you like, you know? Ah, uh, okay. Yes. That's and you only have six characters to be creative with. So this is right. harder than Twitter. Yeah, so <laughs> my, yeah, so, um, oh, but then the renewal is 78 per year. And, again, um, you can write off the portion of that that goes to spay and neuter, which, again, is about $40. So okay. we'll have the exact number, but when the DMV gave me the estimate, it was right at $40 per plate. We'll go to spay and neuter. All righty. Now, for those who ordered the plates way back during the initial kickoff, yes, and they selected personalized sayings with their six characters, yes, are they processed in the order they received so yep. that if somebody who orders something today has the same thing as somebody who ordered two years ago, the yep. person? Okay. That's right. First come, first served. Yeah. And so the 2010 people will definitely uh, be up in, in, in the forefront. Now, if, you, if your message, I tell people, look, if your message is out there, you know, and it's available and you love it, then go buy it on a plain plate today, and then you can do what's called the conversion to our plate, which is the same amount of money as a, as a personalized. Okay. And uh, that way you lock it down, you have it, and then you're just converting it to our plate if you don't want to take a chance. Some people are like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, I'll just pick something else. But mm -hmm. if there's something you're really in love with and it's available, uh -huh. I tell people, grab it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, isn't there a website, too, where you can take a look and see what combinations of letters have been used already yeah. on license plate? Yes, it's on the DMV website, and uh, we have it on our website uh, that you can go do a lookup. But I think when you go to dmv.ca.gov, you click on um, uh, personalized, I think they call them personalized plates or specialty plate. They use both language. And you click on that, and then you can walk through and see what messages are available. And um, if anyone has any questions and wants to email me, is it okay to get my email address oh, of out? Course, of course. Okay, they can reach me at uh, Judy J U D I E at petloversplate.com, 
and I can an answer any questions. There is a telephone number on the website to call, but email, I will tell you, gets answered much quickly. I try to get through every email every day myself. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, I'm real excited because, I, like you said, I, I do feel that there's light at the end of the tunnel here with these lights, these license plates, and I'm so glad you were able to talk about them again, and, and maybe we'll get these uh, last few ordered just in the next month or two so we could get them into production. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for being patient and interested and supportive as you are, Marie. I, I just can't thank you enough. Well, it's my pleasure, and I can't wait to get the plates myself. So thanks for updating on us, and thank you for all the other great work that you do. All right. Have a great great day. You too. We need to take a very quick break now, but when we return, Maria Dales from German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County will be checking in to share some wonderful rescue stories with happy endings. So stay right where you are, and we'll be right back on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show with one of the hardest working folks in rescue that I know. It's Maria Dales. Hi, Maria. It's been a long time. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing really well, and I am anxious to talk about all the latest news over at German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. So, what's up? Oh, so many exciting things. Thanks for asking. We are just so proud of the accomplishments of our all-volunteer organization, Last year, 2011, we were selected as the best place to get a pet in Orange County by the OC Weekly. Wow! (laughs) We beat out every other rescue and even the shelters in Orange County as the best place to get a pet. Oh, well, well, I know that there are a lot of very happy adopters that have been through your organization to get their little furry family members. Including so. you, I yeah. hope. You're a very happy adopter, right? I was a very happy adopter with my little princey. Who's I know. been gone now for a few years, but he was a wonderful, wonderful German shepherd, and I miss him. Well, most of them are pretty wonderful. You know, the misconception is that only bad dogs end up in rescue, and nothing could be further from the truth. Yep, it's usually a very good dog with very bad circumstances that have nothing to do with the dog, everything to do with the people. So Exactly, exactly. And We're, why is it that there are, it just seems to be like there's so many German shepherds that need homes these days. What's going on? I wish I could explain it, but I will tell you it's a very misunderstood breed. Um, people somehow have the <laughs> belief that they come automatically trained and there's just an on button and that just doesn't work that way. Uh, German Shepherds are very sensitive, very intelligent, but they're not they're not the easiest dogs in the world to care for and to lead. They require a great deal of leadership, discipline, training, in a gentle but uh, firm manner. They mm-hmm. respond very, very well to pack authority. I think that so many people get the wrong dog when they're setting out to get their first dog. They don't do their homework. They don't do their research, and... You know, the last thing that a beautiful, proud, athletic German Shepherd wants to do is sit in an apartment all day and wait for someone to come home. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that um, you'd find a lot of your furniture in rubble if you did that. That's for sure. And likewise, they don't like to be just plunked in the backyard and left alone waiting for you to come home and play. They they just need and deserve more than that. They're very active dogs, and, you know, their mind and their bodies have to be kept 
uh, directed in the right uh, in the right focus. Would you then suggest that if people adopt one, that they should adopt two? Uh, yes, if their lifestyle permits, I would. Um, most important is investing the time in the dog, not just uh, adopting a dog and, and thinking it's going to be a, a yard ornament or some sort of arm candy. It, it really requires a great deal of investment of your time, not just in the training, but in the affection, in, in the leadership, in the routine. I think you know very well, Marie, how important routine is to mm-hmm. a dog. Definitely. Uh, you know, establishing what the dog can expect when it does a desired behavior and, and what the consequences are when, you know, when something goes wrong. So um, two, is, two is good, but if you can, you know, if, if you can only take one, that's, that's fine, providing that you give it the attention that it deserves. How many German Shepherds do you currently have that are available for adoption? Well, I always say we would like to put ourselves out of business. That's our goal. <laughs> <laughs> but we have 80 right now. Oh, are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh. And every day we are getting requests to help more and more and more people. And, you know, resources can only allow us to do so much. Mm-hmm. We have wonderful volunteers who would do anything for the dogs, but... You know, we can't solve this problem overnight. It all ties back to the the terrible tragedy of pet overpopulation. Too many people allowing their dogs to breed either deliberately or, or, you know, accidentally. And um, a a strange dynamic that we've seen in this bad economy, it's kind of, I call it the, the vortex. We're getting more people surrendering dogs because they've lost their homes and they've lost their jobs and their incomes are poor. But at the same time, we're seeing more people trying to breed dogs to supplement their income. So that is just a horrible, horrible um, crossroads for a rescue to be at. Oh, wow. I had no idea that was going on. Because everybody who I've ever spoken to who actually is a breeder has always said, you can't make money doing legitimate breeding because it costs so much money to get the animals to the veterinarians and and everything else that goes along with it so just to to do just breeding to make money it doesn't work it doesn't work and that's you know they end up in the shelters or they end up running loose or you know uh animal control sites of an individual for having too many dogs on the property and guess what they end up in rescue so we're seeing a lot of puppies and young adolescent dogs right now this is a new trend Uh, i've been doing rescue for 20 years and it's it's an unusually high number of adolescents that are coming through. I have noticed because I I peek at your website all the time because I like looking at the German shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed you have a lot of young dogs and puppies and and I remember back in the old days when you'd look at sites for rescues or or see what they had posted in the penny saver back before the yeah. uh, internet. I'm giving away how old I am, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you would just see older dogs. You yeah. wouldn't see puppies or, or young dogs. So right. so this is really interesting that you have so many young dogs these yeah. days. And it's it's really sad. The calls that we get, you know, many people are just heartbroken at having to give up their dog. But, again, they haven't anticipated well. They haven't thought ahead well that adopting a dog or, or purchasing a dog is a lifetime commitment. And it's not something that should only remain while life is convenient. You have to anticipate all the twists and turns that your life may take and look down the road to the future knowing that that companion animal will be with you come thick and thin. 
That's right. And then uh, another good point to mention along those same lines is you also need to make sure you have a plan in case something happens to you. If you If you are seriously injured or are killed or whatever, exactly. you need to already have a plan in place for and your pet to you be good cared point. for. Yes, because some of the dogs, I would say roughly uh, 50% of the dogs that are coming to us are from shelters, and the other 50% are coming from private owners who can no longer keep them for whatever reason, either death of a family member or um, income level or... Unfortunately, we hear the excuse, no time for, which is a terrible excuse. That's that we not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Don't you just feel like shaking those people uh, when they come? You <laughs> what know, is wrong with you? I don't, know what, I don't know what to do about it other than educate, educate, educate. Mm-hmm. You know, we try in our counseling, uh, pre-adoption counseling, to really screen this home and make sure that a shepherd is the right home, uh, the right dog for that individual family. Mm-hmm. You know, do they have the lifestyle for a shepherd, or would they be better served with a beagle or something? You know, not quite so high drive. I think the beagle rescue people would take exception to that remark. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, not, say, I'm not. Our beagles, beagles deserve just as much time and his attention. That's true, but <laughs> maybe they're not as. Wrong. Um, oh, okay, let's okay. Say that. Let's say that. They're not going to um, pull down an elderly person, most that's, likely. That's true. But, uh, no, we love beagles, too. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that we need to counsel people to make the right choice up front for their lifestyle for, and, and really not have unrealistic expectations for what that dog can and can't do. Absolutely. That's the key. That's the key. Definitely. I agree. I'm just playing anyway. <laughs> Okay. Do you have some of these 80 dogs online so that our listeners can take a peek and maybe they might be interested in adopting? Sure, we have all of them online. You can visit our wonderful website at www.gsroc.org. That stands for German Shepherd Rescue Orange County.org. And yeah, you'll see their stories, you'll see their photos. Um, if you can't adopt at this time, we're always looking for foster homes whereby we pay the, the, for the food and approve veterinary care, and you get the opportunity to give love and leadership to a dog. Um, maybe you want to support us financially with a small gift. We have a wish list posted of all the items that the dogs need, so maybe you have some of these things at home or could donate a gift card for the dogs. That always helps. Yeah. And we're always looking for volunteers to walk or bathe or you know, help with the training of the dogs. So, Do you have an actual facility where volunteers can go? I wish we did, Marie. We're working on that. Okay. It's many years in the coming. But we do board our dogs at private boarding kennels, and, and of course, we're charged every night. Mm-hmm. But we do have facilities throughout Orange County where the dogs are boarded, and once people are enrolled as volunteers, we train them for the walking and training and, and bathing, and, yeah, we can get them on board there. One is in Santa Ana, and one is in your Belinda. Okay, so they would just go to that boarding facility and, and go ahead and take the dogs mm-hmm. from the facility and right. take them out for a little walk. And that Fresh sounds air. wonderful. Absolutely. And how about foster? About what percentage of the dogs that are in your rescue are currently in foster care? Well, let me say not enough, first of okay. all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say about 20, 25% are in foster care, oh. and we try to pay extra attention to the senior dogs 
and the puppies, of course. We don't want anybody in boarding if we can help it, but the senior dogs need a little bit more cozy comfort and, you know, maybe some more sure. medications. And the puppies, of course, need the leadership and training and, and socialization. Um, so you really need foster volunteers then? Yes, are you offering? <laughs> Okay, and is what's the process for becoming a foster family? Do you have a training program? We do, we do, and as I said, we support the fosters with food and approved veterinary care, so there should be very little out of pocket for the foster. If anything, it's the extra goodies like toys and things. But um, people can go onto our website at www.gsroc.org and complete the volunteer application and indicate that they're interested in fostering. Okay. And from there, our foster coordinator will get in touch and um, help them through the training process and get them on the right road. It's um, not uncommon to become a foster failure, as we call yeah. it affectionately. You know, often <laughs> the dog just fits in so well that you want to keep it forever. Mm-hmm. But um, we're grateful for foster families that help dogs, you know, that be, that provide a way station along the way so it's it's all good it's it all definitely good. is all good and we have just a few uh seconds left but i know you have some fun activities coming up can you tell our listeners uh where well, they can find out about all the good activities absolutely again on the website as you can tell i'm very proud of it under events uh you can find a number of activities we have a big garage sale coming up in garden grove at the end of this month and we're looking for donations as well as shoppers Okay. So that's great. And um, we have a holiday boutique coming up in November with lots of good brand-new gift items and, and great um, holiday treats, bake sale, all sorts of good things like that. And that was www.gsroc.org, shepherdrescueorangecounty.org. Excellent. Thanks so much, Maria. You well, give, thank you. You do just wonderful work. and. Thanks. We love having you on the show. Anytime. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. We need to take one last break now, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. I thought I'd remind everyone that before the cool fall weather kicks in, you might want to go to Fred's Mexican Cafe on a Monday evening for doggy date night. We've talked about this before. It's an outdoor seating arrangement and lots of fun. And a free gourmet stew will be served to your canine companion when you order an entree. Dress up your pup for a night on the town. And remember, this is every Monday from 6 p.m. to midnight. Lots and lots of fun. For more info, call 714-374-TACO or visit www.fredsmexicancafe.com. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on our Pet Place calendar. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay new to your pets and have a wonderful day.